With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First... From a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rob Florence. I am a fan of the wrestling and so is producer John sitting beside me here. John, you like your wrestling, didn't you? I love the graps. People don't... I don't call it the graps, I mate. Hate, I hate that term. I don't know why I just used that. I feel disgusted with myself for even using that term. Don't ever call it the graps. Grado, uh, who is normally with us in the room on the show, is not here. He is over in sunny Seville. Uh, watching his apparently there's some kind of football match on, but right. he's early. He's been early there for that. Uh, have we heard anything for Grado, John? Well, our big brother uh, podcast, Football Daft. We've been running a wee bit of a Seville diary with between him and uh, Shell Suit Bob off of River City. So Grado's been sending videos. The last video I got from Grado, however, it's been all very kind of nice. Grado's been accosting German people, making friends with them. He chased an old lady down the road saying, do you know who Chris Toll is? But the last video I received from Grado was about half past 10 last night. It's half past 11 Spanish time. Uh, and this was it. Here we go. He doesn't know about other Aches and pains at me, April shower, living all out now again. The whole world stops and shot again. It doesn't really matter about the rain. We'll get through it anyway. We'll get up and start again. We could be lifted, lifted, lifted. Here we are. There we are. the Rangers. Uh, supporters get lifted, you know. Oh, here you are, John. Well done. <laughs> here you are. Let's hope. Nah, nah don't, um, don't even speak that into the universe. I thought it was very uh, heartwarming that all the old Rangers legends were, <laughs> were coming out. To Remember who you're please, representing. Please don't smash it up. Uh, but so I so that's football. Wrestling. Mm. Wrestling, mate. Big news, obviously. The big news that is buzzing around that has broken this week this the, the past couple of days on raw just before raw i would say on monday night of course sasha and naomi honing in their belts and walking out of the door john what's your take i think 
I I've got to take my hats off to them because it's about time. Like the the female tag belts have been completely, you know, they were brought in. They're meant to be defended across all brands. They've just been laid aside, you know. Drop, you know, they obviously dropped uh, Sasha and um, Bailey dropped it at Mania, and then since then it's just they've just been thrown about makeshift tag teams put together you know what i mean the, obviously the iconics left who were like the only kind of proper real female tag team um and it's just i i i think sasha is in the position now both as a wrestler and as a personality that she can she can probably stand up to this kind of stuff you know and if she's not happy with her booking it's austin-esque isn't it you know her walkout you know as so fair play to Sasha, and I, I, someone put a clip up on Twitter this week of her talking about how she feels about her position in the company uh, when she was speaking to Stone Cold on the, his podcast. Mm-hmm. And like fair play to her, what do you make of it? I mean, I, what, the one of the things I'm most surprised about is the amount of people online who are kind of stunning up for the WWE in this. They're yeah. kind of saying they signed a contract. So you go, you turn up to your work, and you do what you tell. And that's no, listen, they're not working on like a factory flare somewhere, right? And you help anybody it does. They're not working in a call center, they help anybody it does. They're working in an entertainment company, you know what I mean? Their brand is themselves. It's a different, it's a different thing. And egos have always been a part of the wrestling business. People knowing their worth used to be a significant part of the wrestling business. I kind of feel it's a wee bit of a problem, actually, with the WWE as it stands right now is there are a lot of people that don't know their worth, don't know the value that they've got, and will they whatever shite creative ones I'm doing today. And it's no good enough. You you have a right, I think, to stone up for... Um, it's not just about getting better treatment for yourself, but I think you have a right to stone up and say, this isn't good enough. The way that this system works isn't good enough. The way that the storytelling is working isn't good enough. It's fine to do that. You know, you can... I'm just I'm just staggered by the amount of people sticking up for the WWE. I don't mm. get it. I don't get why. I kind of feel that people nowadays, John, have been conditioned, brainwashed, and a fawn in love with corporations. I kind of feel like over well, the past decade or so, people have been brainwashed and loving Netflix and Apple, loving Apple WWE. Started Apple, started started Apple started it. Apple started it. Um, and they've been brainwashed into loving these big corporations that would fucking crush you under their heel without a fucking second thought. If the if if the word came down for somewhere upstairs that Naomi was to be fired tomorrow, before any of this happened, she would be fucking out of there. Nobody would give a fuck about Naomi. Nobody would give a fuck about Sasha Banks. If the word came down for the tap, money-wise, we need to get rid of him. Nobody's caring about that. It's about time the people, the workers fucking stood up and and made their unhappiness known. We all know there's probably a significant amount of unhappy people at the WWE. We all know that uh, it's it's unsatisfying that when people do well and when people thrive within the WWE system, it's because they they are really haven't put themselves out there. They really haven't wrestled bad stuff into good stuff. We know this. You know what I mean? I want to see more people saying no. I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. No, what I don't understand, John, is that the statement that WWE put out, I was, John, I was flabbergasted. Flabbergasted is a good word. 
I've, uh, there's been a lot of correspondence on the buddies and putovers. I've not actually read it yet, but talk me, give me the kind of top line on it, Rab. On on this WWE statement, yeah. It was just I'm always flabbergasted, and maybe this is the thing just about being a wrestling fan and being an, an old school wrestling fan for back in the day. There's still a wee bit of me that is astonished when they come out and directly say this is a scripted show. They had hours to rehearse what they were going to do. All that kind of part still blows my mind when when it comes out. So that was the first that was the first element here because that always feels odd to me when that part starts coming out. That always makes me think right away that there's something insidious going on. And then the second thing is, it's, it's because it's the minute they drop the artifice of the art form, right? The minute they drop the pretension of the fucking art form, right? And, and they start hitting it with statements like that. That always makes me think there's something fucking going on here. Something insidious, something, something nasty is going on here. And then the part about, you know, uncomfortable way being in the ring where a couple of the competitors and stuff like that, you know what I mean? I'm not sure I fucking, there's something about that statement that landed with me weirdly, you know what I mean? Landed mm. me weirdly, it was like an attempt to trash them, to trash the two of them. It was a petty, um, unpro- I think it was an unprofessional fucking statement they released. It's, it's, I've just read it there, Rob. I mean, the bit that get, grabs you is they claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team tag team champions, and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents. This is, I mean, that's pretty fucking brutal, isn't it? Aye. That, to me, is... I could You could argue that that is more unprofessional than what they did. Yeah, yeah. So what you've got here is... Whoever's put that message in it, now I don't know who's put that message in it, but it just, that, that feels like a wee tantrum. It's odd. It's weird. Now, we all know that Sasha Banks thinks a lot of herself, right? She thinks a lot of herself. She promotes herself well. Um, if there's fucking, I've said it a million times on this show, John, mm-hmm. I want wrestlers to be thinking yeah. a lot of themselves. Yeah. That's what I'm wanting. I'm not wanting these people just feeling glad to be on the show. I've still got a job. Who wants to support a wrestler who's like, that? oh, I've still got a job. Who wants to support that fucking wrestler? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I mean, this is probably a different conversation for a different day. But if it was Roman Reigns that did it, it'd be, in, you know, it's Sasha Banks, who's a woman who's done it. It'd be interesting if it was flipped and it was Roman Reigns who'd done the exact same thing. If that kind of statement was released, I don't think we it would. We wouldn't have heard a peep. No. You wouldn't have had a fucking peep if Roman Reigns had done it. No, no. Um, you know, last week, Grab, we were talking about um, front row tickets and people being involved. Have you seen the prices of the Cardiff show? No, how much? Would you like to hazard a guess as we Ring, play? Ringside. Play your wrestling tickets right. 360 front row superstar meet and greet experience. This right, is- whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me guess. Let me guess. 595 quid. Oh, you're well out. How much? £3,250. That is just, I mean, that is the, the top tier ticket. 325 that's the meet and greet front row. I'm assuming you get your chair with that. Then you go down, it's 2250 for a meet and greet experience. That doesn't even say front row. Ultimate fan package experience, 1200 I don't know what's on that. Premium fan and package experience, 875 And fan package experience, 700 quid. 
Uh, and then you look at the actual pricings of it. it I mean, the, the the ranges are just crazy. So how many seats do you think are at ringside, John? <sighs> I don't I wouldn't even want to have... I mean, there's probably what? Ring, ring, ring maybe a hunter. A hunter, maybe. Maybe more than that. I maybe one. more than a hunter, but at least a hunter, right? Around yeah. ringside, I would think. Yeah. At least. Jesus Christ. No wonder they're making money, Jesus. I mean, the lowest ticket I can find is 40 quid. That must be fucking the back row of the stadium. Um, but I mean, it, I swear Grado's going to beat us Rangers again. <laughs> Aye, but it, the tickets are meant. I know some of our, our uh, listeners, because this was the chat on the Discord, is a few of them have bought tickets. I've seen people, I mean, this is not even including hotel or travel either. It's just mental. Uh, speaking of mental, Toby. <laughs> a man who was questioned in regards to the Nairn murder case, as we discovered last week, has been back in touch. He says, catching up and wrestling, daft, I'm buckled. Best go haunt myself in at Nairn Police Station. Eh? Also, these are the boots. We're talking about his boots. Gradle was talking about his boots last year, and he sent us a wee picture of the boots, and they're fantastic. They're fantastic pair of boots. That's a, a proper stage performer's pair of boots there to describe to the listeners out there. It looks like there's flames licking up their boots. They've got a Cuban heel on them. Um, very nice pair of boots. Yeah, boots man, John. Uh, no, but I like those boots. Uh, you can see a picture of it if you're watching the video version. Uh, Toby, where'd you get those? They are cracking. I do. I need extra inch wearing them. You, oh, you strike me as a kind of boots man. I can see you kicking about in a pair of them. Rob. The problem is with boots is finding the right trousers for the boots. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? It's no fucking easy, that. Uh, Ryan, get in touch. He found a treasure in the house. 28 years old. SECC in Glasgow, he got this. And it's a big pointy finger. Big foam, pointy finger. Number one on the index finger and on the palm, Brett, the hitman, heart. Weirdly, it's a yellow pointy finger as well. You would imagine it would be in a mere, you know, hitman. Yeah, pink. Yeah, you'd imagine mere hitman friendly colours, but I love seeing old artefacts like that. Uh, Phil says, just listen to Friday's show. Having sat front row, but he was third row behind the ring announcer at TLC 2015. Go to keep the chair, still got it. First three matches there was some giant basketball player trying his hardest to buck Brandy. Took a Took a huff and fucked off. Um, but here's a question. I'm assuming this fella went went abroad, went went to America to see this. Yeah. So he had to bring a chair back on the plane and all that. Right enough. Aye. How did you tell us that happen? story? Get back in touch and tell us that story. How <laughs> did you get the chair back in the country? Um, right. Uh, Med C got in touch and said, "Boys, can't believe you talked Big Brother and didn't automatically discuss who you would put into a wrestling version." Of it. So. I put it to yes. No legends, house pish. Let's get the wrestling Big Brother roster worked out. Booked, says Med C. Uh, maximum heat combinations, please. So we went to the audience with that. Great idea. Million Vanillium says, and he's basing this on the most entertaining shoot interviews he's seen. That, that's a good idea because you know Big Brother, they stay up late at night, they have a drink, and that, they get bled, and that's when they get deep. Uh, Kevin Nash, Paul London, ICP, Scott Steiner, Honk Tonk Man, Raven, and X-Pac. I mean, that would be... <laughs> That's going to be... Wow. Who says they're going to be stunning at the end I'd of that? I'd watch that. I'd watch that. They're going to have to send in like a SWAT team, I think, to get <laughs> the guys out of that house. Sean says, if the, um, if the man wants heat, you chuck in shake, and you have Hogan enter later on, just day two and nobody else. Just day two in. <laughs> um, Ian says, Chris Toll, Grado, Jack Jester, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Vince McMahon, Vince Russell, Jim Carnett, and Shah Samuels. You know Chris Toll would be the star of that one, wouldn't he? Ah, he would be, that yeah. one. Because Grado would just be annoying Vince Russo. I know he would. They'd just be blaring about Vince Russo and all that. Uh, Grado would be trying to get over to everyone in that room. 
Jester uh, would be doing a wee bit of cooking and make nice cocktails, not that for Ric Flair. That's what I imagine Jester would be yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Try, try to learn that Ric Flair's knee and making them nice cocktails, not that kind of stuff. You know, like Jack is, big gentle giant. Um, Shah, I don't know what Shah up to, probably doing a lot of work and exercising and fucking eating salad. <laughs> like, like big Shah looks these days. I know. Daniel, Daniel says, Jim Carnett and literally any wrestler that debuted after 2005 so that uh, they can all battle Carnett. And Jamie says, Chris Benoit. Just Chris Benoit. Just his self. Chris Benoit as well. That's probably the safest. Just watching him going off his head and uh, in the inner house when he's in. And Graham Moore finishes his half by saying, talking about brothers Federico, he offered me coke and some toilet in a tune a few years ago. That's allegedly. <laughs> that's allegedly that's an allegation, that story that that happened. Oh, this says he offered me coke. It could be a can of coke. Um, exactly. So we'll exactly. know that's a, that's Graham Orr that said that, and it's a, a total fabrication. Final thought comes from Neil, who says we know what Golden Girl rap is, but since it's a finale of the night, I want to know which Derry Girl is. And I'm sorry to tell you all, I've never seen Derry Girls, which is I've a never, shameful thing. I've now. never seen Derry Girls either. I'll Everyone raves it. about it. it. Everyone raves about it. So I am. As a boy, I know was in it recently, so I need to, right. I need to check it out. Aye. Um, right, and if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling-related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> now, one of the most important things when you're a wrestling fan is trashing people in their chosen profession or elevating people in their chosen profession to a status uh, that is unattainable by many. This is where we bury and we put people over. Uh, it's certainly going to be interesting what people are talking about today. Uh, will Sasha Banks be buried? Will she be put over for what she did? Let's read on and see. Is there any, before we do that, John, is there anything you would like to bury and put over from the world of professional wrestling before we continue on? As we discussed at the top of the show, I want to bury the WWE's ticket prices for that Cardiff show. That is fucking ridiculous. Um, just It's like WrestleMania prices. In fact, with the money that you could spend on front row, you could probably get to WrestleMania, get really good seats, get your flights and accommodation sorted out. So bury the WWE. Just because it's a UK show, it shouldn't be treated as WrestleMania. So get it up because I'll be a, a bet it's inevitably like a house show anyway so we wait and see unless they change the title and let it, Drew uh, beats Roman and gets the title that would be worth it in that case but um, I meant to say this last week because obviously this is a wee bit older but I want to bury Ryback for what you said about Vince McMahon's more um, you don't you don't do that no you don't no. do that John you don't you don't you don't um, he's got a lot of heat going from. Can I put over how I rap? I want to put over a man who I think in the last few months, in fact, probably since the start of the year, has really stood out for me in AEW, and it's Dax Harwood. See the yep, solo yep. stuff he's been doing, uh, the match with Cash, he, he was in the opening match against Adam Cole there uh, last week. He has been brilliant. I think he's a, what a star. And I mean, it looks like kind of... Um, uh, FTR are doing a kind of face turn at, at the moment um, and I think he's been a, a real standout on on his own I want to put over Ric Flair for having another match oh for fuck's sake really I'm fucking serious really why no like why why the fuck no man 20 years ago he was struggling he's 70 is he 72 now but listen it's the wrestling business it's the you fucking, want to see that it's the calmest why is everybody all acting like the wrestling business is some like, you know, 
come on, let's say, uh, let's be genteel and sophisticated now. You know what I mean? It's no right. He's an old man in there. There's a fucking old man in wrestling rings for about fucking 40 years. Have you seen the film The Wrestler, Rob? Of course you have. Do you not feel that it could be like Rick Slash? Do you think he's going to go out and blaze a glory? Rick's past that point. Rick's away past that point. He's right. past that. He's like, this is like the wrestler fucking four. He's in. <laughs> Rick Flair, he's going to go into that match. He's going to be protected. He's going to do some of his stuff. Do some of his, there's going to be young guys in there looking after him. It'll be fine. They'll fucking let the guy have... The guy, we all thought the guy was going to die three years ago. We all I thought the guy he... was fucking dead. I think he might die. I think it's going to be the final Come scene. On, I mean, you don't know if he dies in the wrestler, to be fair. It's presumed it's a bit like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance kid, the end of the wrestler. John. Spoiler alert, by the way. John. What if Rick dies in the ring? That's John. how he's going to go out. Rick Flair wants to die in the fucking ring. True. Rick wants to die in the ring. He doesn't want to, what does he want to die in a fucking old folks home. Rick Flair? No way. He's a guy we thought was going to be dead. Three years ago, well, that looks like Rick Flair's in his road out. Now he's having another match. Fucking good on him, man. Um, the other thing I want to put over is Chris Jericho. How good Chris Jericho looks! Oh yeah, he is. He's obviously been on the DDP again, hasn't he? He looks absolutely. He's a fucking ten year younger. He looks. It's great. like it's within six months he's turned it around. Unbelievable! Unbelievable. He looks amazing. Uh, he's put the work in. Maybe some doctors have put some work in as well. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But he looks great. Whatever it is. And, uh, you know, he's just he's just a great... What a character, man. What a character. Right. Let's see what the punters are saying. Chris wants to put over MJF's bizarre, bizarre old baby face, Mike Work in Long Island. Crowd always rabid for him. Also putting up Darby Allen's skeleton, completely unbreakable despite the mad lad's best efforts. That boy needs to look after himself. But he's a skateboarder. And these guys are just indestructible. Anyway. Do you know what the MJF thing? I've got to hand it to AEW how they flip the dynamic when it's their hometown. Because Britt Baker a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago in Pittsburgh yep. did the exact same thing. And anytime I've seen MJF in Long Island, I mean, he still gets his kind of heel stuff in. But at the same time, it's like, you know, what? He's, he's, he's so over here, so why make him berate the crowd when he can play to them, you know? Aye. Um, and MJF is just... He's brilliant. He's just one of the greatest, you know I mean? I think, like, of 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 the new breed of wrestlers that are through, he's, like, he's top five easy. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, Mike wants to put our Grado's sitcom-level funny story of how he made a titty sell with the Nasty Boys recently and wants to bury the name Blackpool Combat Club, which sounds like an idea formed in a school playground. Now, Mike, hold on a minute. I think Blackpool Combat Club is one of the names that maybe sounds a bit odd to us because I think about Blackpool, I think about like the Pleasure Beach and that, and I think about like eating chips. and You know what I mean? <laughs> I think about um, the time I, w- I went to Blackpool Tower and they had this kind of journey to the centre of the earth type ride that was inside Blackpool Tower. And um, um, this is when I was in my teenage years. I was a teenager in my, what age would I have been? Like 15, 16. And there was a lassie who, her family were there as well. And we kind of got chatting an English lassie. And then we both went on that ride together. And then something happened. Let me tell you, it, you know, that's what I think about when I think about Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club. Um, no, when I think about Blackpool Combat Club, I wouldn't um, describe what happened in the darkness of, in front of that T Rex as combat. But uh, anyway. But in America, I think the name Blackpool Combat Club probably sounds good, man. The BCC, the Blackpool Combat Club, or Blackpool, England, probably sounds like a rough place. Blackpool, think about it. The Blackpool. When was the last time you were in Blackpool, Rob? Rough as fuck, man. 
It's I, I was down like the kids love it, right? We take the, the kids. It's their favourite place. Yeah, I like Blackpool. Mm-hmm. Entire world to go to is Blackpool, right? I mean, they we're we're meant to be going to Florida this year, and I think if I said, oh, like if one of them say we've got COVID and we have to go, oh, we have to go to Blackpool instead, they'd be delighted. I but know. I tell you what, it's no change since I was a boy, and that was down there with my parents about 30, 40 years ago. You know what I mean? Woof. I go to Blackpool anytime. I go to Blackpool anytime. Blackpool Illuminations, man, or a wee fucking, you know, arcade machines. Get one of the shows, man. Aye. Get get some chips, buy some shite t-shirts, not that. Have a drink, man. Have a pint here. Have a pint there. The music coming out, or a wee pubs, not that. I'm, I'm, I like it. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't want to enter. See, but see, if I went to Blackpool, John, if me and you went to Blackpool, mm-hmm. we were having a lovely weekend, and a guy came up, a big fucking English guy came up and says, "You want to come down the combat club?" I'd be fucking terrified. <laughs> that is true. This I'd is be terrifying. Yeah. Bronze Cello wants to put her getting tickets to WWE Clash at the Castle in Cardiff. Bronze Cello's gone. What a birthday weekend that's going to be. Owens, Otis, and Gable with a contaminated Elias Ezekiel DNA barbecue test segment. Great as always. Oh, I want to put her Ezekiel again. Um, just all these wee videos that keep coming out. You know, where I'm talking about like how his brother went before him and paved the way, you know, and maybe one day he can be a tag team champion with his brother or not. Fucking love it, man. Can I get enough of it? And Bron Shell wants to bury Tony Khan getting my boy Dan Housen squashed in his debut. I'm no happy. Uh, Jimmy wants to bury Sasha Banks taking the huff. There you are. But also wants to put over Sasha Banks standing up for herself. It's on you, Jimmy. And there is the inner conflict. Uh, Just in Tenants Lager, brilliant name, put, wants to put over. Um, BOSJ started El Desperado versus Titan was a class match and it was only day two I've not seen any of this um, I, I, I should check that out also, I know throw- you've, you've kind of lost your Japanese way at the moment haven't you uh, well listen too much in, too much going on when you've got 100 wanes and you know no, I, I'm going to be watching I'm going to be watching mere wrestling right I'm, I've just, I, I've already kind of started I've been looking into like um uh, I've been looking into getting even more access to even more promotions and stuff like that. I'd wow. quite like to be able to cast my eye across it all. Um, and I, I mean, but see, but honest, best of the Super Juniors hasn't been something I've regularly checked out. As a fan of Japanese wrestling, I like that. I like the fucking big men, you know what I mean? Mm. I like a big man, big fucking chops and that. Um, also, Justin Tennis Lager wants to put over Sasha and Naomi for trying to make the titles mean something rather than waste what's been built over the last few years. And wants to bury a WWE statement regarding Sasha and Naomi's situation. The fuck were they thinking? Exactly, mate. Well said. Stephen wants to bury the fan who attacked that indie wrestler at the weekend. Fucking dauber. Don't know anything about that, John. I've not seen that. I've not seen that. I'll have to look into it. And Stephen wants to put over Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. Mental match as expected. And Scottish Wrestling Network wants to put over Grado's favourite wrestler, Crusher Crabbe, after he announced his retirement at WrestleZone. Oh, no! Uh, 13 years of the wrestling. An underrated uh, big man over the years. Um, well, I didn't know anything about, about that, did you? I, 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 I'm very disappointed, you know, obviously Grado's not here, our uh, WrestleZone expert, um, but Crusher Crabe was a, I, I even know Crusher Crabe, he's a legend up that way. Aye, but uh, I, Crusher Crabe isn't that old, is he? I don't think so, I don't think so. Um, I tell you what, on WrestleZone and uh, our favourite wrestler, Bingo Balance, we got um, a message sent over, uh, or flagged up to us on Twitter, 
from Lost Boy Aspen who claims Bingo Balance is generally the top five best wrestlers I've ever worked with. Uh, he does a, a, a finish called the G7 Team um, and basically says the Bingo Balance is the man. So on the bingo, we've not spoken about him in a wee while. Aye, it's nice to hear a wee update on bingo. Uh, Dan wants to put over Wardlow. His run just now is incredible. Reckon he could beat the guy sooner rather than later. Absolutely. And Dan wants to bury, why do the Jokers in the own heart tournament automatically qualify? Why not have them in the qualifying matches instead? I think what you have to remember there, Dan, is just that wrestling's kid on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, today are running. And after a few weeks off, we return to our beautiful patrons to get them in the mix. And welcome back Colin Scott, who's spoken to us before, but this time, as a special treat, he is live from his Moz caravan. I really hope he can switch on his video so we can see what where his caravan is. Colin, where are you? There he is. Take off your background, Colin. So we oh, that's my brother. Mate, I've got no idea how to take it off. Oh, he doesn't know how to take it off now. We've just got a big dish. We'll <laughs> that's to that's right, tell us, brother. you're in the caravan. You're in the caravan, right? Aye, mate. I'm doing it uh, from now with my mum. Nice, nice. And uh, is it a caravan park? Aye, it's like a wee... Uh, when was it cried? It's just like a wee caravan bit. I'll show you outside, but you can't see, can you? I know what a caravan me. looks like anyway. I need to... Admit, Aye, oh, I know. It's, it's a caravan. But I want, anyway. to hear, I want to hear more about this caravan, though. Uh, is right. So is it? Have you went? It's doing... exactly. See, see that picture of a caravan you've got in your head, mate. Aye. It's exactly like that. It's exactly that. Aye. So have you have you arranged to kind of have you hired this caravan or is it your? No, caravan? it's my mom's car. It's my mom's caravan. She's she's doing for the week, and I'm just doing visiting. I just come down the day because I cannot throw. Mate, I stay in Cumnock, right? And Cumnock, the day is red, white, and blue, and it's no fun, me. So you've escaped. I've escaped, mate. I've You've escaped. escaped. You've made a break. I, what, uh, I, what, if, if the result was a certain way the night, though, when are you going to go home? Oh, I'll go home to watch it. I'll go home the night to watch it. Oh, you're I going home the night to watch it? Uh, are you actually going to watch I just, it? I was, just, I was just looking for something to do with the wee man today, to be honest with you. So I thought I'd bring him down here if I she was at her work. Right, okay, cool, cool. So, but is your mog at that caravan there all the time? Or is it she aye, hired it for aye, the Aye, aye, aye. She's got, is here all the time? My mum used to have a caravan as well um, in uh, Rosneath, which is like no far away from where I'm now. I never ever went to it. I never went to it for a few years. No. Um, but I was just because of my age at the time, I was kind of like in my late teens and I was kind of like just, I was never, I wouldn't be going down at my mum's caravan in my late teens. <sighs> Had other stuff to be doing, you know what I mean? Um, Aye, I can imagine. No I can I mean? imagine, mate. But, yeah. uh, mate, so what's been happening? What's been happening with you? Nothing, mate. I'm a, I'm a Danu. So that's just my life. That's it. You're that's a Danu. It's my life now. How's it been it's going? Great. Best thing that's ever happened. Best thing that's ever happened to me. Fantastic. Well, you, how do you feel? Let's get away from all the practicalities here. You know what I mean? All the fucking practical stuff. How are you feeling right. as a man within yourself about it? Within myself? Ah, you know what I mean? Like, how do, Wait, how do you... Honestly, keep... I've, 
I've, it's turned me and it's changed me. It changed me as a have human. Have you found new, le- new levels of yourself now? Aye. I, I definitely have. Um, like, everything just... Uh, see, see, for the minute, you start at laughing. Aye. It's a game changer. Everything's all just about making him smile now. Aye. My whole life just revolves around about putting a smile on that wee boy's face. Do you, do you greet me now? I'm an emotional wreck. I'm an emotional wreck. That's the question I always ask people that have became parents, you know what I mean? Particularly guys when they come dads, I'm like, do you find yourself greeting me? This is very embarrassing a wee bit, and I'm quite glad that he's known the day. But see, yesterday I was sitting on Instagram and I was just trying to kill five minutes, and Grado's entrance for the SECC come up at mm-hmm. Fear and Loathing. And it, mate, I was sitting there with my phone, saying, What am I doing? Watching a wee chubby guy <laughs> for Stevenson walking out to the wrestling, and I'm sitting here with my foot. It was an emotional time, though, back then, and it was it the was. past, wasn't it? It's like, that's the thing. It's it like, the you past. start to feel, you know, you feel strong about the past. Aye, nostalgic. You feel mortal, didn't you? You can feel your mortality. <laughs> you fear to die, right? I, I remember this when I had my first win. You're like, I can't die now. I can't die. Aye, you're 100% right. So that they, you know, I don't want to die and they forget me. They don't even know who I was. Like, I need to stay alive for at least another 15 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they so they remember who I am. And that was Aye, like, I think really right, that, that kind of done me in, man. Like when, when my Aye. first brain was born, I was kind of thinking about that stuff all the time. How many men you got, Rob? Four. You got four. Four lassies. Have you? Aye. Aye. Exactly. That's the action. <laughs> four lassies? You can believe I'm able to do podcasts and all that, not all the stuff that I do before Wayne's man. It's unbelievable. What a guy, a superhero, man. If I had my heart here, I'd take it off to you, mate. Um, I'm, I'm happy with one. I'm, I think I'm all done with one. Is that, is that you, as you think? Aye. I had, um, I had see, when, see before he was born, like I was all hyped up for having a lassie. I was ready to have a lassie. Aye. I was getting emotionally prepared for a lassie, ready for the the princess parties and all that, and then I found out it was going to be a boy. And I, guess what, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it. It took me a wee while to get my head round about the fact that it was going to be a boy because I had accepted the fact that it was going to be a lassie. Aye, aye. I would, I would never have a boy. I could have ten more wins and they'd all be lassies, <laughs> guaranteed. I know that. Um, so, mate, the wrestling you've been keeping up with, mate. I would like to make an announcement. Oh. I am officially retiring for watching wrestling. I'm done. John. What's happened? What's happened, Colin? I'm, I'm done as shit, mate. Mate, it's so hard to watch. It's only for three hours for a start, right? And every time I sit down to watch it, I'm no interested. Right, now you're talking about WWE. You're talking about WWE. Aye, WWE. WWE. Anytime the new recently. AEW, I started watching when CM Punk come back. Aye. That didn't last long. Fell away for it. He just turned into another. He just turned into another mid card, mid sized wrestler. Aye. No, there's, there's there's zero star power. There's zero attraction. There's nothing that makes me want to watch that. Right, Roman Reigns. He, he, how much the, mo- the the man's improved over the last how many years is unbelievable. But mm-hmm. who's he going against? Aye, I mean, exactly. no. I mean, they're talking no, about at any you, point but... in time. The, and no, unless they bring the rock back, there's, well, there's exactly nothing. It. There's nothing that makes me want to watch it. And I, I was thinking about it earlier on because I'm thinking I'm going to have to talk about wrestling to these boys, and I've no got a clue what's happening in it. And then it clicked. The reason why why I've no watched it and when it all changed 
It all changed a few years ago. See if you can what the reason it all changed for me. Something happened in the wrestling and something happened in the wrestling yeah. and it changed and, it all and for it, you. And it, it, it changed it all. It's no being the same since a certain thing happened. AEW launch. No. Because that that kind of no, but something along the line. Somebody left. CM Punk. No. Ooh. Somebody left. Yes. Big match, John. Cena. Ah. John Cena left, and it's no been the same since. I I used to to think about that myself about the effect that Cena leaving had. And I do think that Cena was the last guy they allowed to they allowed to become bigger than the company. I like. Aye, I think he, I think when Cena left, the WWE went. We're not. We're not going to let anybody get that big again. I, gen- I genuinely do think that. And I know Aye, Roman well, Reigns. Everybody, I know says, Roman Reigns everybody says the same. Sorry, mate. Everybody says the same thing about Dana White and Conor McGregor. They says that he'll never let anybody get the day what Conor McGregor's done because of the power it puts in his hand. And I genuinely think corporations think that way. You know, they kind of go, "We're the fucking star of the show. We're not letting this Aye. happen again. Aye. We're not letting yep. because if they created, if they were to create another Cena or another Stone Cold or another The Rock, um, and they fucking walked all the road to AEW, it would it would knock them to their knees. Aye, I, you know what I mean? That does make sense. So, mate, what what do you what are you going to replace wrestling with? What do you? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just have a chug of a mate? What are you going to replace it with? It would surprise you. Um, I, I'm ripping into the UFC now. I got into the UFC, but that's even merrier work, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's. I think the reason I like it more than the wrestling now is nine times out of ten, I know exactly what's going to happen when I'm watching the wrestling. The WWE, I can. You can see it happening. You can see it nine times out of ten, right? Sometimes you get the old surprise. But watching the, the UFC, it, as soon as it, like when the bell rings, it, as soon as that happens, you, you've got no idea what's going to happen. It's so unpredictable. But you watch that WWE, I'm either bored to tears watching it or I know exactly what's going to happen. Aye. I don't, I don't know if it's just because I've watched it that long. and I mean, there's no you've way you sit and, you sit and watch that. Aye, you've seen it all happening. Aye. What were you going to do when your boy gets into it? I, I hope he does get into it. I really do hope he does get into it. Because if he gets into it... Because it gives you an excuse to start watching it again without people thinking you went back well, on your word. Yeah, like... <laughs> I know. I, I'm, 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 I'm retired now. But saying he but says he's retired, he, until... he's back. <laughs> the big comeback, like CM Punk. I'll uh, come back, but I'll, I'll, watch it. I'll, I'll start watching AEW instead. It'll happen, mate. Your boy will get into it. Um, so what's the, what's, the, what's the plan so the night you're going back came you're going to watch that Rangers match I'll, I'll, I'll get a pizza I'll watch the the Rangers game and then and you'll be hoping Rangers win for the coefficient no no for me mate no for me no no at all <laughs> not at all the amount <laughs> of abuse that I've took over the last two three weeks is unbearable <laughs> <laughs> Unbearable. Celtic won the league last week, and we had one day of celebrations, and then the, the whole media has just turned it all back to Rangers again. And, and it's sickened me. 
Come on, guys. That's that, that not true. That's not true. I'm, I'm let's welcome Rangers all the best. Come on. Let's, as nah. two Celtic supporters, let's hear it for. Let's nah. let. Welcome so. back to Frankfurt Daft, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, listen, it was good to hear from you again. Uh, best of luck, yeah, mate. It's, it's best, always a pleasure, mate. Best of luck with the, the couple of hours left you've got your caravan. Uh, well, right. I'm just, I think I'm just going to start heading back up the road now because she'll no be worries. heading. All right, Ian, drive, drive right, safe, guys. and thanks for the chat, right? Thank you very much. I fucking love you guys. No worries, buddy. Right, speak soon. Right, cheers. Bye, thanks, John, thanks again, mate. Thanks, all boys. Cheers, mate. Bye, bye. And if you want to be on the run-in, the best bet is to sign up is to become one of your patrons like, like our boy did. You know what I mean? Heavyweight champions get first dibs. IC champs get second. Cruiserweight champions get third. Get us on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Give us your support. Come on and have a chat with us. Be part of the gang. Be part of the... Uh, the Wrestling Daft Cinematic Universe. Woo! Um, no, come on. We're asking you to sign up to our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. That's how you keep this thing going. That's how, as we move forward into trying to plan live events and live shows and stuff like that, that's how we make it happen. Um, we need your support, and we will support you with uh, good entertainment week after week. Uh, you can get involved in our Discord now if you're a, a yeah. patron. You can try and fire in each other, chat what, each other up, not that. Lots, lots of chat uh, about. I'm just looking down the Discord now. A lot of chat about the ticket prices because they, they they've just been released. Um, oh, and Brian says I need to get booked for Grado's family bash. Thank you, Brian. Um, so yeah, uh, him and Eugene is the big brothers of destruction. I like that. Uh, but yeah, a lot of good chat on the Discord just now. So it's definitely worth getting involved. And someone's just put up, oh, someone just put up that Adam Shear's been booked at Wrestling Entertainment Series UK against Alistair Overeem, who I'm not aware of. But yeah, there you go. There you go. On Perry, wow. You're getting info as well, you're getting info as well. So if you fancy that, become one of our patrons right now, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, as we would love to welcome you to our roster. You just made the list! Bigger than Hulk Hogan's Pythons, it's a list of wrestling daft. This week it was between the greatest WCW champions and the coolest non-finisher moves, and as voted for and suggested by our patron, Karate Warrior 2. It's the coolest non-finishers that won it. So we're talking about moves here that uh, only recognised as signature finishers. Here's a question for you, John, when I was trying to think about my own ones here. Now, the DDT was a finisher. Ah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So but we knew the DDT is just, and also I'm, things like power bombs are some people's finishers. Yeah. But, you know, they're also just a standard move. So, how do, how does this work? Mm, yeah, this, that, this is a question that we should have really posed. I think I'll accept if it's a, sta- if it's a standard move set. I think you've got to accept it. Because every, I mean, you could say that, you know, like a code. I just like a lot Clothesline, that's obviously used by Hangman Page, obviously a bit different and Big Bradshaw and all that. But I, yeah, you've, you've kind of said something quite significant there as, as the thing, you know what I mean? Because if 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 the DDT is allowed, for example, because uh-huh. it is now a basic move set, yeah, it would be my number three. Okay, right, DDT, um, my number two. Would, in all honesty, be the Luthes Press. Oh, really? I fucking love the Luthes Press, man. Man, I just love it. He how, does, Stone, oh, how Stone Cold does it? Aye. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really out with Stone Cold usually does it, really, no. do they? 
I kind of feel like here's why I'm fascinated by it though, because I kind of there's a wee bit of me that thinks if anybody else did it, it would look really shite. There's just something about the way the hang time he gets in the air before he drops somebody with it and all that, and and how it, how it works is partly his sequence. Yeah. I just think it's really special. It's always been in letting Stone Cold matches. I know everybody just thinks about the stunner. But the Luthes press, for some reason, always really got me fucking excited, man. You know what I mean? Like, on my feet. Because it was like, it was often when the match was turning. It was often when the match was turning and he was, like, starting to get his dominance and he was starting to, like, totally let loose on a guy. Anyway, but my number one would be... And you said it. John, without a doubt, it's not a finisher move, but it's a move that I just love. It's, it's just a fucking clothesline. It's a lariat. It's a, you know, particularly a kind of Bradshaw-esque, big, take your heat off, lariat. And I, I'm going by, I know, as you know, a fan of Japanese wrestling and the lariats that your Kibashi and your Misawas would hit out with. The ones that are causing proper um, brain damage to people. <laughs> spinal, <laughs> spinal damage. But of course, in Japan, the lariat was Stan Hansen's finisher. Yeah. In Japan as well. So it's a confused, and and my God, Stan Hansen's lariat is just just a thing of beauty, man. That big man putting his whole body into fucking using that stiff arm to take somebody's fucking heat off. It's it's amazing to me. And And the reason why I love a lariat so much is because I think that, I think a lariat done well. Is the least fake looking move in wrestling. It, look, it looks really you like you can't fake that. You can't fake that. I I love when people sell it when they do they flip over as well. When you get that sell I, when someone flips over and they're saying, well, that looks brilliant. Always oh, it's amazing. No, I could have went on forever with this. So I love Ric Flair's knee drop, for example. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I could have went on forever with this because there's so there's so many wrestlers that. You know, I love their wee, they're just a wee bits of business that are they. Anyway, I'm interested to see what people are saying here. Nobody better say the fucking Canadian Destroyer, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Chris says Falcon Arrow. Yeah, like, that's a good move. Craig yeah. says the 40-odd super kicks the Young Bucks day that are the finish. <laughs> Jason says Undertaker's old school. I've always felt been a bit conflicted by old school a wee bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, when you were a kid, I remember seeing him do it as a kid, and you think, Aye. how's a big guy getting up and being able to balance on the ropes like he does? I you know? understood it. How, it, how, it, how it works. I mean, Grado does it for fuck's sake. I know. I'd Listen, I, I'd, it's like you say, when you're a Wayne, it's fucking magic. Oh, it's you know brilliant. I mean? um, Sam says, a uh, package pile driver. Oh, interesting one. Scott likes Whisper in the Wind. Stuart Baron Corbin's deep six is always satisfying. What's no. his finisher though, right? It's no, deep six, no, his finisher. It's the end of days is his finisher. Oh, I saw it, I saw it. Only one person ever kicked out of it. Jordy says, don't know why, but I've always liked the million dollar fist drop. Yes. Bret Hart's elbow drop for second rope. Let's talk about this one, John. Oh, Bret Hart's fucking elbow drop for second rope. I love that. <laughs> what what is re- what is ignited this fire under you? Just you, you just get you know sometimes it's the funny hangs. It's like Ric Flair's knee, or it's like the Luthez press. It's just one of things. It's just so perfectly executed, and, and when you visualize it, you can visualize it so clearly. You can see the way he hods his body, the way he kind of tucks and hods before he drops that. You can just see the shape yeah. of his body as he brings it down and all that. 
Yeah, it was, that's a great one. Mm. As he, that's listener of the week, girl, by the way, Jordy, with that Bret Hart's elbow drop, because if I'd have thought of that, it would be in the shout. But fucking Paul, Paul has said Canadian Destroyer. Gail <laughs> says uh, the eye poke. I like an eye poke. Fraser likes the three amigos suplexes because you can use them to pay tribute to Eddie or use them to get cheap heat for mocking him. For heat, especially if you exaggerate the hip movement. Aye, the three amigos suplexes, that's a great one. Too many people do it now, though, these days. It's been overused. I think when it was like first getting done in Tribute Terry, it was great. But it's just too many people do it. But when he did it, Mm -hmm. when he did it, and that suplex, and nobody does that kick, twisted the legs like he does it, man. Who is it that I saw did it recently? Oh, who was it? It was um, one of LAX. Uh, I think it was, and he did it. I thought he, I was really impressed by the way he did it, actually. Beautifully executed. And it was very um, Ryan says Mick Foley's double arm DDT is a great one. It just that, uh, that's just, you'd be feared taking that a wee bit, wouldn't you? Aye. You'd oh, be feared taking that. Like, yes, that's one you don't want to take in the school playground. No, David, definitely not. David says not. the spine buster. All other animals are all, all other animals are wrong. All other answers are wrong. Oh, I'm I see a good spine buster, man. I mean, Arna, obviously, Arn Anderson's the kind of oh, I the main man. Who is it in the recent in the current roster that does a fucking brilliant spine buster? And you just think, holy shit! What well, FTR do it? Dax does it. Uh, who else does it? There's someone that does it really, really well. And you think that must be Sarah. That must be really sad. It doesn't matter how you take it. I'll I come do back. like a spine buster. I do yeah. like a spine buster. Um, Karate Warrior 2 is his best non-finishing move in wrestling. Three, just for Rab. Conan's rolling closely. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Raven's drop toe hold on a chair. Jeezo. And AJ's majestic flying forearm. That flying forearm has something special on it. That's really his finisher though, isn't it? That's just kind of... Yeah, I mean, it is new, isn't it? Can I put a shout out as well? Kofi Kingston's SOS. I don't know how he does that. Aye. But he could really, f- it looks spectacular. I have no idea how he does it. Aye, I like it. Um, oh man, that's, that's, you could go on, you could go on forever with this. This is a really. Gradle would have loved this list because I'd love to get his take because he's got, I mean, he basically rips off everybody else's finishers. Listen, why don't we revisit? Like, I would like to revisit this yeah. list next week because. I felt like I had to be, I would like to just talk about it, no even in list form, because, you know, nothing's going to be a lariat for me. Yeah. But I would like to just talk about it just like ones that we remember that are amazing moves, you know what I mean? That are just. just... Well, I want to keep it going, keep them coming in then. I right, keep them coming, keep them coming. So, John, that's it for this week while Grado's away. Um, you know, we hope he gets back safely. Uh, oh, you know, but who who would you want in your corner if things they kick off? He's I well, mean, he's got shelter, well right? Yeah, he's got he's got shelter Bob in his corner for everything. If it is Big Drew over there, I, there was rumours, wasn't there? He did put out a tweet to the WWE saying, um, "I won't be getting booked for that week." So Aye. maybe Big Drew is. Does Jason Reed? I know is over there from ICW. It makes you laugh though, doesn't it? Because probably Big Vince just saw that tweet and was like, "Are you fucking up?" <laughs> That's true. You're at your luck. <laughs> Aye, exactly. But oh, um, Rangers, who? Who the fuck are Rangers? There'll be a couple You're of wrestlers over there, I think. Uh, so Grado, we'll wait and see how Grado gets on. Mm-hmm. Is there a possibility Sasha Banks and Naomi are in Seville? <laughs> Do you know what? That's exactly where they'll be. That's exactly where they'll be. Is that a possibility? Is that where they're on the Let's yeah. see if they are. Grado will find them. <laughs> I'm a wrestler, too. <laughs> He'll find them if they are there. 
we'll probably see some kind of video tonight to the three of them eating a kebab um, while, they're in, while they're in Seville. Roasting in Seville. Grado will be dying over there, by the way. Mm-hmm. Be dying. So, John, it's been a pleasure. Um, it'll be good to get your man back next week. I'm sure we'll have plenty of stories from Seville. Of, and we can take a wrestling spin on it as well. I'm not interested in hearing about the football side yet, but I'm interested in hearing about all the Rangers fans who are seeing one of uh, the UK's greatest ever wrestlers in the mix with them. <laughs> uh, and you know, and I, I'll be honest. There's a, a lot of guys that I really like who are out there, the new and Seville, who are you know hoping for a good thing. So I'm hoping that they'll. Oh, well, see, I'm afraid I have to say, I'm afraid I have to say that I'm hoping that. Um, uh, here's here's the here's the truth from my heart. Of course, I'm a Celtic fan. I don't want Rangers to win a European trophy, but I also want uh, my mates that are out there to not have their trip ending a downer. So there's the there's the conflict. What will be will be. I am happy to accept. It's a bit like the Sasha Banks Naomi situation. Exactly. That's it's it. complex. It's complex. You know what I mean. Um, so, uh, aye, so what will be will be. The best team will win. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and I think the best team's Rangers. To be honest. So let's say uh, let's let's see you next time. Uh, join up the road. It's yourself, I guess. It is myself. Audio Frontier. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 